Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to News and Levity for March 4, 2020. Uh, today, the breaking news is all about the elections, the Democratic primaries, if you will, but most importantly, the dropping out of Elizabeth Warren. Um, and then I'm going to talk about a little bit of what the Congress is going to do, its action that it's being forward uh, in helping alleviate the coronavirus. All right, and then we're going to end it today with some levity. Um, two good news stories. The first one is about how whale poo is helping climate change and how a mom is a mom trekked across Norway to raise almost a million dollars for her daughter. All right, ladies and gentlemen, first up is Elizabeth Warren has dropped out of the Democratic primary from CNN News. This article comes Elizabeth Warren dropped out of the Democratic primary Thursday after losing across the map on Super Tuesday, including in her home state of Massachusetts. I want to start with the news. Warren said in a conference call with all of her staff that Politico listened in on. I want all of you to hear it first. I want you to hear it straight from me. Today, I'm suspending our campaign for president. A choked up Roger Liu, her campaign manager, followed Warren's remarks by saying, thank you for dreaming so fucking big. Thank you for fighting so fucking hard. A colorful spin on Warren's dream big fight hard slogan. Warren's campaign had signaled as recently as Sunday that she would stay in the race all the way to the Democratic convention this summer. But her dismal performance this week, combined with Joe Biden's resurgence, led her to conclude that she no longer had a viable path forward. According to the person with her campaign, Warren is contemplating not endorsing in the 2020 race, endorsing Bernie Sanders, or even endorsing Joe Biden, behind whom the more moderate candidates have consolidated. In the past week, former presidential candidate Amy Klobuchar, Pete Buttigieg, and Michael Bloomberg and Beto O'Rourke have all thrown their support behind the former vice president, which helped propel him to victor victori victories across the country Tuesday, including in Warren's home state of Massachusetts. Um, I think Elizabeth Warren fought a good fight and she did everything she could to try to be elected. And I think that her mind and her heart are definitely 100% on the most are 100% focused on the more progressive parts of the Democratic Party. Though um in an interview with um Rachel Maddow, Elizabeth Warren did state when when asked by Rachel Maddow, what do you think it's going to take for a woman to be president? And she said, quote, you get in the fight until you break the thing. That's what it's going to take. And I think in a lot of ways she's right. But I hope for all of our sakes that one day a woman is president. All right, ladies and gentlemen, next I'm going to read an article detailing uh, what the Senate has decided to do to try to help the emergency of the coronavirus. Senate passes a three point an eight point three billion emergency coronavirus package spending bill and sends it to Trump's desk. The Senate on Tuesday, I'm sorry, on Thursday, passed a multi-billion dollar spending package to combat the spread of the deadly coronavirus. The bill will now head to the White House, where President Donald Trump is expected to sign it. The eight point three billion dollar emergency plan sealed through the House, sailed through the House a day earlier in a 4-15-2 vote, just hours after it was unveiled by Senate and House appropriation leaders. 
The supplemental funding bill includes more than $3 billion de dedicated to the research and development of vaccines, as well as therapeutics and diagnostics. $2.2 billion in public health funding to aid in prevention, preparedness, and response efforts, including $950 million to support state and local agencies. Nearly $1 billion to go toward medical supplies, health care preparedness, community health centers, and medical surge, medical surge capacity. And $1.25 billion to address the coronavirus overseas. The House aid, the House aid added that the emergency bill also provides more than $300 million to help ensure that a vaccine is developed and that Americans can receive it regardless of their ability to pay. This bill moved quickly, swiftly, and with almost broad, broad, broad acceptance. Uh, this is at least signals that our government definitely understands what the important things are and what they need to, and when they need to be done. So at the very least, we know that when the vaccine is made, every person in the United States can have one, regardless if they can pay. That's great. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to end with a couple of good news stories in the world. From the goodnewsstoriesnetwork.com, well, whales represent one of the greatest allies in the fight against climate change, even more than trees. And ladies and gentlemen, it's all about their poo. A new paper published by economist Dr. Ralph Chinemy highlights the influence that whales, especially great blue whales, and their poo have on climate change. It is all due to the predominance of whale fecal matter in the diets of the tiny ocean dwellers called pytoplankton. The microscopic marine algae floats at the center of several marine food webs, and they provide food for a host of sea creatures, including whales, while while significantly also requiring whale excrement to feed on. They also require carbon monoxide to survive, just like trees. Whales, after deep sea dives for creel and other food, return to the surface and release into the top ocean layers. A fecal plum, rich in nitrogen and iron. These plums provide a key food source for phytoplankton, which feed, in, feed on non-organic nutrients <laughs> like sulfur. In this paper, Dr. Chimney, the economist, the econo the economy, the economist, sorry, at the International Monetary Fund suggests that since phytoplankton populates expands whether whales are a significant effort should be made to combat climate change by encouraging the growth and protection of the whale population. Ladies and gentlemen, whale poo is gonna help us survive the climate change. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, pardon me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we will end the today's with the last good news story. A mom raises $1 million for daughter's rare genetic disorder after skiing 125 miles across Norway. A D.C. mom who skied 125 miles across Norway to raise awareness for her daughter's rare genetic disorder returned to the comforts of home this week. Allison Reynolds. 46, raised about $1 million, more than twice her original goal from businesses, friends, family, and other supporters to fund research for her daughter's illness called PKU, a metabolic condition afflicting her 17-year-old daughter. She started her ski adventure on February 21st 
and returned home to Northwest Washington on Monday. She and a Norwegian ski guide skied about 15 miles each day near the border with Sweden. They pulled an 80-pound an an sled containing water, food, and equipment. Sleeping in a tent most nights, Reynolds said her guide told her she was in good shape for the adventure. Reynolds' daughters, sorry, Reynolds' daughter has had PKU since birth. A person with this condition has a damaged has damaged enzymes that break down an amino acid, which is found in in protein and in many other foods. It requires intensive focus, and staying warm with the biggest was the biggest challenge. Reynolds says, "Sometimes you were just kicking your legs together to stay warm." Wow, well that's the power of motherhood. You'll do anything for your daughter or your child. Well, ladies and gentlemen. I hope you have a rest, good rest of your day. Sorry for it being so late. We will see you tomorrow, probably. I might not do one of these tomorrow. It just depends on how things kind of pan out. Anyway, have a good day, everyone. Thank you.